Hello, Coffee Break listeners. It's Mark here. And before we dive into today's episode, I have some exciting news to share. Did you know that the Coffee Break podcast is just the tip of the iceberg? We offer comprehensive online courses designed to help you master the language you're learning. Each course includes video lessons, bonus audio materials, lesson notes, quizzes, and more. This week, we have a special promotion on our beginners courses, giving you the opportunity to save over 30%. We want to help you learn the language and live like a local on your next trip. Imagine the confidence you'll have speaking with locals and how it will transform your travel experiences. With many people planning their travels right now, it's the perfect time to start learning. To take advantage of this offer, visit coffeebreaklanguages.com slash podcastlocal or use the coupon code podcastlocal at the checkout on the Coffee Break Academy. But hurry, the offer ends on Friday, June the 14th, so don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Okay, let's get started with today's lesson. 6. Buongiorno a tutti e benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Mark. Salve a tutti, io sono Francesca. Ciao, io sono Ella. And we're back with another episode of Coffee Break Italian. Now, in this season, so far, we've been looking at regular verbs. In fact, we've covered pretty much everything we need to know about are, ere and ire verbs, including the reflexives. And hopefully by now you're feeling much, much more confident with your verbs. This episode is a bit of a review of all of that to help you feel that bit more confident. And of course, there will be lots of practice that will help you increase your vocabulary and increase your understanding of the grammar we've covered so far. Of course, we'll start with the presentation, as usual, and then afterwards we'll come back together for some practice of what we've been learning. Allora, la domanda, come sempre, siamo pronti? Io sono pronta. E Francesca, eh, sei, sei pronta? Sì, prontissima. E gli ascoltatori, siete pronti? Sicuramente sì. Speriamo di sì. Allora, cominciamo. Mettiamoci al lavoro. Io vi ascolto. As mentioned before, today we are going to review are, ere and ire verbs in their regular forms and we are also going to review reflexive verbs ending in are. And because we haven't covered reflexive verbs ending in ere and ire, we're going to learn these new verbs today. So, plenty of things uh, to be looking forward to. Absolutely, and plenty of things to practice. It's always important to put as much of this into practice as possible. Allora, io ho una domanda. Dimmi. Cosa fai in questo momento? Mm, in questo momento um, parlo italiano. Okay, so at the moment you are speaking Italian. Now, sì. you are speaking, or the other English translation of course would be... 
I speak, you speak Italian. Okay, so parlo can of course be I speak or I am speaking. This is something we know already, but we're going to be seeing more examples of this. And it's useful to think about both translations as we work through these examples. There are some possible answers to this question. Cosa fai in questo momento? What are you doing? Fai from the verb fare. And let's see, we've got parlo italiano, as Francesca said. What else could we be doing? In questo momento, guardo la TV. So, at this moment, I am watching the TV. Guardo la TV. Sì. What else? Um, vediamo un po'. Leggo un libro. We know leggo from the verb leggere, to read. I read, I'm reading a book. And another example? Um, dormo. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I hope you're not sleeping from the verb dormire, to sleep. Mm-hmm. Now, all of these, we've used a, a kind of active way of translating them. I am speaking Italian. I am watching a book. I'm re- sorry, I'm watching TV. I'm reading a book <laughs> and I'm sleeping. But if, for example, we were asking the question, di solito al fine settimana, cosa fai? So not this time, what are you doing at the moment? But normally, what do you do at the weekend? Francesca, can you give me the same answers and let's think about how we translate them? Sì, posso dire al fine settimana guardo la TV. So at the weekend, I watch the television. Not I'm watching the television, but I watch the television. In English, we change that. But in Italian, we can use exactly the same verb. Guardo la TV. What about the other ones? Sì, eh, al fine settimana leggo un libro. So I read a book at the weekend. O al fine settimana dormo. I sleep at the weekend. Each time we're using exactly the same verb in Italian. So it's really important that when you're thinking about translating from English into Italian, you don't necessarily need to think about that gerund form, the form with ing. There is a way of doing that in Italian and we'll come to that. In fact, we've actually seen it before in previous lessons. Francesca, can you remind us how exactly we would say, for example, right now, I am speaking Italian? Sì, in questo momento sto parlando italiano. That's using the gerund form. But we can equally say, in questo momento parlo italiano. Sì, and it's easier. It's easier, but of course, you do have to know those verbs. So let's do some review of our verbs. Let's start with an are verb. Francesca, can you conjugate... An are verb for us. We know all this already, but let's just review it. Va bene. Eh, il verbo ascoltare, come ascoltare Coffee Break Italian. Perfetto. To listen to. Ascoltare. And it's important to remember that that verb means to listen to something. Ascolto Coffee Break Italian. I listen to Coffee Break Italian. You don't need a word for to in there. So let's conjugate ascoltare. Okay. Ascolto. Ascolti. Ascolta, ascoltiamo, ascoltate, ascoltano. So we know the parts of that verb are I listen to, you listen to, he or she listens to. Remember also that third person singular is used for lei formal, you formal listen to. Ascoltiamo, we listen to, ascoltate, you all listen to, and ascoltano. They listen to. So we need to remember the stress there. Ascoltano. Okay, let's take an ere verb, an ere verb. Francesca, can you choose one for us? Sì, è il verbo prendere, come prendere un caffè. Perfetto. So that one is to take, to take a coffee, to have a coffee. Prendere. 
Ok? Prendo, prendi, prende. Prendiamo, prendete, prendono. È molto facile, no? Sì, come prendere un caffè. Esatto. <laughs> so, prendo, prendi, prende, prendiamo, prendete, prendono. Again, watching our stress there on the loro form. Is there anything we need to remember about ere verbs, Francesca? Uh, the endings are not exactly the same as uh, are verbs, of yeah. course. And there is also a change in sound if verbs end in, for example, G, like leggere. Remember we say leggo and then leggi. So we need to watch our G and G and same thing with ch and k. And all that's quite straightforward because we know the rules of Italian pronunciation suggest that if you've got a C before an O or an A or a U, then it has to be a hard sound. But of course, if the C comes before an I or an E, it's a soft sound. So we say, for example, I win. Vinco. So that's followed by an O, so it must be a hard C. But you win. Vinci. Vinci. So the C-I there gives us the ch sound. And the same with leggo and leggi, as sì. we've heard. Okay, let's look at our third conjugation, and that is ire verbs. Can we choose a, an appropriate ire verb, please, Francesca? Mm, dormire. Come no. <laughs> Let's hear the conjugation of dormire. Okay. Dormo, dormi, dorme. Dormiamo, dormite, dormono. Once again, we need to remember the stress there on the loro form. Dormono. I sleep, you sleep, he, she, it, or indeed you, polite, sleep. And then we sleep, you all sleep, and they sleep. Now, we also need to remember with those ire verbs, that there's a, another form of the ire verb. And that is when we add three letters in the middle. Can you remember what those three letters are? Isk. I-S-C. Exactly. So let's take capire, the verb to understand, because of course we all understand Italian now. Mm-hmm. Let's do I understand. Capisco. You understand. Capisci. He or she understands. Capisce. Of course, also, you understand polite form. Capisce. Then we've got, we understand. Capiamo. And we lose the isk. There's no more isk there. And then, you all understand. Capite. Once again, no isk. Let's bring our isk back in for the loro form. Sì, and watch your accent, your stress there. Capiscono. Capiscono. They understand. Okay, now let's just think about one thing. And this is really for anyone who has studied perhaps, uh, I'm thinking Spanish in particular, or also Portuguese. And that is the fact that when we are looking at the noi form, the we form, let's listen to the we form of an are, ere, and ire verb. Francesca, can we say we listen? Ascoltiamo. We take. Prendiamo. We sleep. Dormiamo. We understand. Capiamo. Each time the ending is yamo. Sì. Even if the infinitive is prendere or dormire, it always has an a sound in the we form. And that's an important thing. I'm thinking particularly for Isla and indeed other students who have learned Spanish in the past, where you do change the letter in the we form. If you haven't done Spanish, don't let me confuse you by saying <laughs> that. But that's just something for those of you who have learned Spanish. 
Okay, what's next, Francesca? Sì, eh, i verbi riflessivi. I verbi riflessivi, che sono mm. anche molto importanti. Sì. Okay, what are we going to do then? Eh, we're going to conjugate a reflexive verb ending in are. Okay. Lavarsi. Lavarsi. Now note that the si goes on at the end of the infinitive. We take lavare, take off the e of the infinitive and add si at the end, the reflexive pronoun that goes on at the end, to wash oneself, lavarsi. Esatto. When we're conjugating it, however, we take that reflexive pronoun and put it in front of the verb. So let's have the full conjugation of lavarsi. Va bene. Mi lavo, ti lavi, si lava, ci laviamo, vi lavate, si lavano. Straightforward enough. Mi, ti, si, ci, vi, si. Your six reflexive pronouns that come before the conjugated verb. Mi lavo, ti lavi, si lava, ci laviamo, vi lavate, si lavano. Okay, now Francesca, you mentioned earlier that we didn't really do much in the way of ere or ire reflexive verbs. No. The thing is, these are very straightforward because if you can conjugate a normal ere verb, then you just need to remember to put the reflexive pronoun in front. Can you give us an example of a reflexive ere verb? See, uh, we talked about daily routine when we introduced reflexive are verbs. So something we can add to the daily routine is mettersi. Ad esempio, mettersi i jeans, mettersi le scarpe, mettersi la camicia. Okay, now we may have come across mettere before. Mettere means to put. And when you put to yourself the scarpe, sì, your shoes, shoes, you're putting them on. So, mettersi le scarpe, mettersi i jeans, come ha detto Francesca, to put on your jeans. Now, in Italian, you put to yourself the jeans or you put to yourself the shoes. So you don't need a word for on and you don't need a word for your or my or his. You just use the word for the. So let's take the whole of mettersi and conjugate it. But each time we're going to put on something different. Okay. <laughs> Dai. <laughs> allora... Mi metto la giacca. Mi metto la giacca. I put on my jacket. But it's la giacca because I'm putting it onto myself. I'm putting the jacket onto myself. Sì. Ti metti il cappello. Ti metti il cappello. Sì. You put on... The hat. The hat. So you put the hat on yourself. Ti sì. metti il cappello. Sì, perfetto. Okay, what about he puts on? Eh, si mette gli occhiali. Tricky one. Mm -hmm. Si mette gli occhiali. Sì. Gli occhiali. The glasses. Okay, so it's got something to do with oculus or something, sì. something involved in your eye. Gli occhiali. Mm -hmm. Si mette gli occhiali. What about we put on? Eh, ci mettiamo le scarpe. Ci mettiamo le scarpe. We've already done le scarpe, the shoes. So we put on our shoes or we put on to ourselves the shoes. Vi mettete i pantaloni. Okay, we know what i pantaloni are, the trousers. Vi mettete i pantaloni. You all put on the trousers. Sì. E, um, si mettono, una cosa carina, gli orecchini. Si mettono gli orecchini. Sì, gli 
orecchini. Okay, so we know what orecchio is. Which part of the body is that? See, si. ear. Your ear. So orecchini must be something to do with your ears. Si. I'm guessing it's earrings. Sì, si, giusto, perfetto. Okay. Si mettono gli orecchini. Mm-hmm. Perfetto. Let's just now quickly take a look at another reflexive verb, and this time an ire verb. And I'm thinking here of uh, divertirsi. A very important verb too, to have fun, to enjoy yourself. Yes, Mark, this time is reflexive in English too. Exactly. So let's conjugate quickly, divertirsi. Okay. Mi diverto, ti diverti, si diverte, ci divertiamo. Vi divertite, si divertono. Once again, paying attention to the stress there. So, I enjoy myself, you enjoy yourself, and so on. Okay, let's just do a couple of quick translations here using some of these verbs. Francesca, can you put me on the spot, please? Sì. Allora, let's practice the ere and ire verbs in their reflexive okay. form. Sei pronto? Sì, prontissimo. Allora. I put my shirt and trousers on. Okay, we'll just leave a little time for our listeners to think this one up. I put my shirt and trousers on. I think that would be mi metto la camicia e i pantaloni. Perfetto, bravo Mark. Mi metto la camicia e i pantaloni. Remembering it's I put on to me the shirt and the trousers. Okay, what about another one? Okay, this time with an ire verb. At the weekend, I enjoy myself with my friends. Okay. At the weekend, al fine settimana, I enjoy myself. That's from divertirsi, so mi diverto. With my friends, with the my friends, con i miei amici. Giusto. Al fine settimana mi diverto con i miei amici. Molto bene. Now, Francesca, why are we learning all these verbs? What is the point of being able to use verbs? There must be some reason other than just being able to rhyme off these different verb forms in their six forms. Because without verbs, we cannot speak a foreign language or any language, even your own language. (laughs) Indeed. One of the main ways in which we can use verbs, and it's really, really easy to do this, is for making arrangements. And we can do so with one part of these verbs. And that part is, of course... Well, the noi form, the first person uh, plural. And the best bit about that is, of course, that they're all the same. Even in are, ere and ire verbs, just as we said earlier, they all end in... Yamo. Okay, so let's think about this. How would we say, if we're making arrangements in English, what's the, the expression that we use when we suggest that we should do something? There's one word, there's an apostrophe in there. Oh, you're testing me. <laughs> I think you say, let's. <laughs> exactly. Let's do something. Let's begin. Let's start. Let's go for a drink. Let's go to the cinema and so on. So in Italian, to say that let's do something, of course, we use? We simply use the first person plural as it is, and we don't need to use the noi. So the verb as it is. Like when we start our episodes, we normally say, cominciamo, let's start, let's begin. So you can use this yourself when you're making arrangements with your Italian-speaking friends. For example, you might want to say, let's eat. Mangiamo. Or, let's have a coffee. Prendiamo un caffè. 
And you don't need to do anything more complicated than, than that. You don't need to say, what about if we did this? Or wouldn't it be a good idea if we went and did this? You can simply say, prendiamo un caffè, mangiamo, cominciamo, impariamo l'italiano. What would that one mean? Let's learn Italian. Exactly. Let's put this into the context of being in Italy and making arrangements with our friends. We might want to ask the question, what are we doing tonight? How would we say that, Francesca? Cosa facciamo questa sera? Listen again. Cosa facciamo questa sera? Cosa facciamo questa sera? Now, you may actually hear alternative versions of this because the word for what does sometimes vary depending on where you are or who's speaking. You can hear cosa, che cosa, or even che. Che, especially in the south of Italy. Che facciamo questa sera? And the other thing I'm thinking of is you may also hear a slightly different version of this evening. See, you can join questa and sera in one word, stasera. Stasera. So you could hear cosa facciamo stasera, che cosa facciamo questa sera, or even che facciamo questa sera. Sì, sì, sì. Lots of different ways of asking the question, but the key thing is we're asking what are we, go- what are we doing tonight? And of course the answer to this, if we're making suggestions, always will use a noi form of the verb. So we might say, let's have an ice cream, let's eat an ice cream. Mangiamo un gelato. Okay. Um, or perhaps we could make another suggestion. Let's watch a film. Guardiamo un film. Okay, now we know all this already. We're just using the noi form of the verb and we're making suggestions. And it's all about your intonation as well. Mangiamo un gelato. Guardiamo un film. But if you're looking at making arrangements, then you might also want to consider, for example, at what time? Francesca, what would the question be if you were asked at what time? A che ora? Now, you might just hear that on its own. A che ora? At what time? At literally, at which hour? But you may also hear, at what time will we eat an ice cream? At what time are we watching a film? A che ora mangiamo un gelato? O a che ora guardiamo un film? And to answer that question, we've done time before. We did time when we were looking at when trains leave and when shops open and all that kind of thing. So how would you say, at eight o'clock? Alle otto. At 9.30. Alle nove e mezza o e mezzo. Okay, so we can give the answer to at what time very easily. But there's perhaps one other important thing that we need to think about when we're making arrangements, and that is where. So, Francesca, what kind of question might we be asked? Dove ci troviamo? That's an interesting one, a very interesting <laughs> one, especially because we've been talking about reflexive verbs. Dove ci troviamo is not quite reflexive, but it kind of works like a reflexive verb. Sì. Ci troviamo is like taking your reflexive pronoun ci for us or ourselves and putting it onto the end of the verb, or in this case, putting it in front of the verb trovare, to find. So literally what you're saying, let's hear the question again. Dove ci troviamo? Where ourselves we find. Where do we find ourselves? But really what we're saying here is where do we find each other? So the ci can also be used as a sort of reciprocal si. pronoun. Si. Where do we find each other? Where will we meet? Mm-hmm, perfetto. Let's hear it again. Dove ci troviamo? And if we're watching a film, we may want to meet outside the cinema. Eh, davanti al cinema? Davanti al cinema. Davanti literally means in front of. 
See. But watch, it's different from opposite. See, opposite di fronte. So if the cinema is in a, in a normal street with a road, then di fronte would probably mean on the other side of the road, Aha, wouldn't it? Ah, si, si. <laughs> so di fronte, opposite, and davanti, just in front of, right outside the cinema in this case. Let's go through the whole of this dialogue. We're going to put all of these words and phrases together and see if we can come up with an arrangement to go to the cinema this evening. Allora, Francesca, cosa facciamo stasera? Um, guardiamo un film. Va bene. A che ora? Alle otto. Perfetto. Dove ci troviamo? Davanti al cinema. Perfetto. Ci vediamo. Ok, a dopo. Okay, so there we are making plans to go to a film this evening at eight o'clock and we're going to meet each other outside the cinema. Okay, there will be lots more of practice of this in just a moment after our break. Stai imparando l'italiano, certo, ma vuoi imparare anche un'altra lingua? Did you know that you can also learn French, Spanish, German and Chinese with coffee break? Or if you'd like a quick espresso shot of another language, you can try one of our 26 one-minute language courses from Arabic to Zulu. For all your language learning needs, go to coffeebreaklanguages.com. 
And I'm going to help you with this because we are doing is not one of the verbs that we've covered specifically because it's an irregular verb, but it's something that we've come across before. The word is facciamo. Facciamo. So what are we doing this evening? Cosa facciamo stasera? Okay, perfect. Now, this time, more confidence and ask Francesca, what are we doing this evening? Cosa facciamo stasera? Um, sono stanca. Guardiamo la TV. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. Ayla, how would you say good idea? Buona idea. Buona idea. Buona idea. Okay. Now, how would you ask Francesca, where will we meet? Where are we meeting? Again, this is something we've come across in the past few lessons. Where are we meeting? Uh, you would be wanting to use to find oneself. So where do we find each other? Would it be dove ci troviamo? Dove ci troviamo? Dove ci troviamo? Mm, da me. Did you get that? Would that mean at me? Si. Yeah, at my house. Da me. Okay. What about asking Francesca what time? A che ora? Alle nove. Okay, sounds good. Perfetto. A dopo. A dopo. Perfetto. Okay. <laughs> Ciao. So let's do the same conversation, this time without all the prompts. Go for it. Let me hear this conversation, okay. ladies. Okay. Sei pronta? <laughs> Cosa facciamo stasera? Sono stanca. Guardiamo la TV. Buona idea. Dove ci troviamo? Da me. A che ora? Alle nove. Perfetto. A dopo. Ciao. Perfetto. Brave, brave. Yaila è bravissima. Okay, so this is all what it's all about. It's all about putting the language that we've been using into practice in conversations just like this. And as I said, present tenses are extremely useful for making arrangements. For example, what if Francesca weren't tired? What other kind of things might she have said? She could use the iamo ending, the we form, and she might have said... Uh, Let's listen to some music. Ascoltiamo un po' di musica. Okay, or, I don't know, let's read a book. Leggiamo un libro. Okay, or what about, let's have an ice cream. Prendiamo un gelato. Okay, all of these using the yamo forms, using verbs that we've already covered. Now, there's a very, very, very common verb that we've not actually covered because it's irregular. And it's something that we're going to be looking at very soon, but it's the verb to go. And it's very often used in the idea of suggesting something. Let's go to such and such. Francesca, come si dice let's go? Andiamo. 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 It's a very, very common verb. In, in, indeed, it's a very common word, so much so that I've seen many, many restaurants called Andiamo here in the UK. <laughs> andiamo. Andiamo a mangiare qualcosa. Sì. Let's go and eat something. Now, we're going to use that phrase in this next dialogue. Francesca and I are going to have a dialogue. And uh, Isla, we need you to listen, along okay. with our listeners listening, and see how much you understand of this dialogue. Allora, Francesca, ho fame. Andiamo a mangiare qualcosa. Buona idea. Dove ci troviamo? Al ristorante Luna Rossa. Al ristorante Luna Rossa? È un buon ristorante? Sì, sì, è ottimo. Ottimo. A che ora ci troviamo? Mm, alle otto e mezza. Uh, perfetto, sì, perfetto. Allora ci vediamo lì. Ci vediamo lì. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. Ok? 
Isla, let's listen one more time. Okay, okay. Well, might be slightly different this time. Who knows? But similar ideas. Francesca, ho fame. Allora, andiamo a mangiare qualcosa. Buona idea. Dove ci troviamo? Al ristorante Luna Rossa. Ah, il ristorante Luna Rossa è un buon ristorante. Sì, è ottimo. A che ora ci troviamo? Alle otto e mezzo. Perfetto. Ci, ci vediamo allora? Sì, ci vediamo lì. Ok. So, Isla, did you pick up what our conversation started with? I think it started with you were saying that you were hungry. Absolutely. Oh, fame. I'm hungry. And so Francesca made a suggestion, she said. She said, why don't we go for something to eat? Okay, let's eat it. Andiamo a mangiare qualcosa. So they were saying, andiamo, let's go a mangiare, to eat qualcosa, something. Andiamo a mangiare qualcosa. And we can use andiamo a plus another infinitive. Sì, all possible infinitives. Exactly. Andiamo a dormire, andiamo a ballare, Perfetto. andiamo a guardare un film. Okay, so I suggested it was a good idea and asked the same question as, as you asked in your conversation. Dove ci troviamo? Yeah. Where will we meet? Where will we meet? Literally, where do we find each other? Mm-hmm. Dove ci troviamo? Trovare, to find. Dove ci troviamo? Where do we find each other? And Francesca suggested? Al ristorante Luna Rossa. Luna Rossa. What does this literally mean? Something to do with the moon. It is. It's the moon with a colour. Rossa. Red. Yeah. <laughs> the red moon. The red moon is a, a, a mysterious name for sì, it. Luna Rossa. <laughs> okay. Now I said, ah, è un buon ristorante. It's a... Good restaurant. It's a good restaurant. And then Francesca used another word there. Ottimo. Ottimo. Literally optimal. It's an optimal restaurant. Oh. Yes. <laughs> but it's a, a very good, a mm. very good restaurant. Ottimo. And I asked a question. A che ora? Yeah, at what time? Uh-huh. And what time did Francesca say that we should meet? Was it half past eight? Sì, perfetto. Alle otto e mezzo. Okay. And that seemed to be a good arrangement. I said perfetto. And then Francesca said, we'll see each other there. Ci vediamo lì. Now, lì is uh, an extra word in there. We could just say ci vediamo, we'll see each other. But ci vediamo lì, we're specifying where we're meeting. Francesca, could we also have said ci troviamo là? Sì, lì and là are more or less the same, although we could probably say that là is further away. So I suppose it depends maybe on where we are when we're speaking or something like that. Yeah, the distance, speakers okay. and the place. So. But both work? Yes. Okay, okay. Ci troviamo lì o ci troviamo là. Sì. Allora, è quasi tutto per oggi. Okay, just before we finish, I'd like to remind you that you can, of course, get more out of your Coffee Break Italian experience by heading over to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. And there you can get a taste of all the additional materials available to help you with your Italian, including videos, including bonus listening materials, and indeed lesson notes. And you can actually download all of those materials for the first lesson in the series to get a feel for, for what that involves. You can do all that at coffeebreakitalianplus.com and, of course, follow the links for season two and don't forget you can follow and like us on facebook just search for coffee break italian and we're also on twitter at learn italian and uh, i should also mention that if you fancy learning another language c'è anche il tedesco il francese lo spagnolo 
e adesso anche il cinese che potete imparare con Coffee Break. So if you fancy learning another language, including now Chinese, head over to coffeebreaklanguages.com. Una buona idea. Sì, perfetto. Allora, questa volta è tutto per oggi. Grazie molte. Ciao, ciao. A presto, ciao. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved.